And then I get, there was one other thing that she got, which literally equaled out to $5,600 a month. And then in the same conversation, she told me that she was going to get a part-time job that next month and that the government was going to pay for her to get a vehicle and they were going to repair it for her so she can get back to work. I don't make half of that a month. And I am trading probably 50 hours a week of my time and I'm not getting half of that. No. And she said, she said it was child support and all kind of other stuff, you know, that she was getting. And she's like, yeah, I make $5,600 a month. And then I asked her and, and I know this rubbed her the wrong way. I said, so why are you at Renaissance center? And she said, <laughs> this is at the end of my time at Renaissance center. So I didn't really care. And she said, because if there's any, for any reason I can't afford to pay it, I could still keep it and I'll just give you the money whenever I get it. To which I asked again, if you're making $5,600 a month, you shouldn't miss any payments. <laughs> she, goes, she, she literally looks at me and she goes, well, I like to buy stuff. Hmm. Okay. All right. This is where the conversation is going to end because uh it's gonna go here's south real quick where i want to look at you but here's the thing she's <laughs> one person of multiple people we had yeah right that went through that dude yeah but again you can't fault her she's taking advantage of a system that we made i mean at a certain point though you know honestly i do have to say that like where's the buck stop on that the whole you know you can't fault them um so we got, hold up we gotta hold do up. better we gotta do better as a society where like, like it's where i was this is the beards and bros podcast on behalf of jew joe and myself tim enjoy the episode You know, so we're full with all this, right? I was, I was just was, I was off shooting on accountability, and right. you know, where I'm going with all this though is, is, it's the government taking care of the people, so you don't turn on the government. Yeah, got to keep them showing up at them you jobs. Bite, you ain't gonna bite the hand that feeds you. You gotta keep. You gotta you know? get them showing up at them jobs, man. You still underneath that thumb. You ain't going to bite that thumb because that thumb's taking care of you. It's just another way that the government as a whole. Right. But says, I'm saying the, the working class too, man, that they manipulate us all in different ways. You're absolutely right. And as long as the government dangles that breadcrumb in front of you, are you, are you going to, are you going to knock the bread, breadcrumb away? No. You're, you're not, you're not going to tell them to take that away. I don't want it. Like we all just said, all three of us said, you want to give me some free money? I'll take it. Yeah. That's part. I hate to say it because I'm part of the problem. That's part of the problem. Right. You know, the government will dangle that free carrot in front of you and you're right. not going to say no. And, you know, agreed. Yeah, I admit it too. I'm guilty of that as well. I don't disagree with you. It's just that 
at some point in time in order to become a, a culture of progress, which is exactly what we've desperately needed for a long time, we got to start taking accountability for that kind of shit. You know, all those people, you know, uh, I don't care if you're, you're one of those people listening to this podcast, do better because that's bullshit. You know, you're not wrong uh, on the sense of like, dude, who's going to turn down free money? I get it. But like, you know, if you're capable participate do better because you're kind of fucking the rest of us uh and, and in order to change any of this it's got to start somewhere right right you know uh, it we have we've created this monster because as much as as i agree jude we're not gonna we're not gonna turn it down right or those people that are on these programs aren't going to be like, oh, well, shit, you know, well, <laughs> I'm good. I'll just go out and get a job and be a regular person. Oh, yeah, um, I heard that podcast episode. I guess I probably should. You yeah, know, that's that's not <laughs> realistically what's going to happen. However, we need to get better at making sure that our representatives know that, hey, we we want you in there so we can make the right kind of changes. Yes, there are people that deserve it. But. And this might be something that shocks people when I say it. Um, I'm going to say it anyway. I am one of those people that I feel like if you are on any kind of government assistance of any kind, you need to be drug tested. You need to be, you know, whatever to show, you know, hey, this is why I can't do it or to provide something. And our medical people need to be better. Our doctors need to be better at saying that this person can do this. They should be able to work. You know, there are so many different things that can basically keep someone from working, but still have that. There I are, have a job <laughs> kind of thing that are being denied disability that desperately need it. And there are people on disability that have yeah. no being on it whatsoever. Correct. I so, had a friend of mine who was on disability for depression. And any time they would say that they were going to take her off said disability payment, she would take a razor blade and she would cut her wrists, get herself committed, and they would throw out the, the need to reevaluate her for her depression. And that she wasn't about that's, once that's an, every eight years. That's an unpoliced loophole in the system and an example of shit we were talking about that needs to be done better yep. back to mm-hmm. back to what you were saying tim yeah i mean like guys all i was really saying is just the fact that we just need to we need to make better decisions on the people that we're putting into power so that they can fix these kinds of issues the like problem that. is is that we can't get them out because they're aging and like it's like when we were in high school once Jude, they're in it's their decision when they leave yeah it's like when we were in high school i'm sure that your high school had a shit ton of freaking teachers that were from 19 freaking 60, you know, and they were 30 years in and they didn't care anymore about what they taught us because they had been doing it for so long and just became completely jaded. And now I go into like Maddie's school here in Altoona and a lot of the teachers are much younger than they used to be. When we were like, I remember one of my English teachers being easily in her late 60s. And I'm not saying that they're not qualified to be teachers. What I'm saying is, is that can they really connect with kids? And I don't like, we didn't feel that connection. It was just, we were just brought up in a time where we were taught to respect our elders. So Listen, you know, that's what I was just going to say. It came down to a respect thing when we were in school. 
Is there something for those people that have been in office for years and years and decades that, you know, is there some other way for them to add value um, to the system? You know, not that they're adding very much now that's irrelevant. Is there some, what I'm saying is, you know, like you said, it's not that they wouldn't be qualified to do the job anymore, but to give the younger generation, you know, uh, I, I think of, you know, what it desperately needs and a chance to, to get representation and get a seat in the house. And is there a way that those people that have tenure and that have been there and that are there now that they can still add value and some type of role that they could transition to after maybe in, a, in like a mentoring sense? Does, it, does that make sense? Kind of what I'm going for there? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think here's the thing. I think there is. However, do they want to give up that power that they have now? They mm-hmm. don't. But I'm saying in a situation where like, OK, well, like we're not just going to like can you guys and say goodbye, but you're going to do this now. Too much ego, man. Too much ego is, is a problem. And, you know, now and then look at it from our point of view as, as citizens. We're now paying two people True. for, you know, additional people to to mentor somebody who we felt was confident enough to be in there like right. I, I just i get what you're saying and i i also would never want someone to feel devalued you know after serving in our in our government um right. yes maybe there's something we could figure out you know there's got to be something right form some kind um, of committee with those former yeah. senators you know yeah. like it right you know but i i don't know if it's i don't know what the answer to that it is but i i think you're on the right frame of mind of like right. we, you know to get fresh blood <laughs> how do we get the people that have been there a while to still feel valued and right. contributing but maybe not making those big decisions anymore that that we're trying to and, and that's where i think we need to do the whole term limit thing mm-hmm. to where asking them to step down is different than saying hey bud you only have six years right or you only have eight years yeah. So then at the end of that eight years, it's not a surprise. Right. It's not a, oh, hey, Bob, you're getting a little old, so we want you to transition now. The, Where the if high- Bob knew I have eight years, I can get out. The Here's high- the other thing. Do you have these senators and congressmen and everything like that that after eight years, their retirement's not what they think it should be? You know, you have a lot of congressmen and everything out there. Their retirement right now is through the roof because they've been there so long. There's a lot of lot of them out there right now that they say after eight years, the retirement that the, that the government's given me is not enough. You know, I'll take that's it. not on me. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like if you ever if you ever get a chance, Franco Harris did an interview where he was talking about the collegiate athlete leaving school early to go into the NFL or to go into professional sports period. And he says, nobody should leave school early. Everybody should go the whole ride through in college, get their degree. Cause he said, there's a lot of people that in college, they leave college early, forget all about their degrees, get into the NFL. And then they're a bust. Or they get injured. You go into the first look at Kadrana Carter. You know, look at all these other other guys who got into the NFL, got hurt, and were nothing after that. So now your NFL career career is over. You haven't made any money, 
and you don't have anything from your collegiate years to show that you could actually get into the workforce and be anything other than, you know, Joe who got hurt in the NFL because he took a, a tackle the wrong way. You know, like he said, if you get into the NFL and figure out that the NFL is not for you, at least you have something to fall back on. You know, and, and it's just that there none of these these politicians have anything that they're going to fall back. on. I was looking it up and it says that uh, the average congressman, uh, their length of service is eight point nine years. And then the average senator is 11 years. Now, that's just an average. So it seems reasonable-ish but but you got to figure how inflated does that number have to be in order to get that average that high you know well the thing is you have a guy in texas that's 87 years old and you probably have you know oca or whatever the hell her name is who has only been in for three years Mm -hmm. you know so i mean that that makes a big difference too there's a lot of them out there that have been in congress a lot more than eight and 11 years so yeah, I was trying to find the the longest serving, but apparently I didn't look up the right thing. And but yeah, I mean that you know that's a problem. I think obviously is that we need younger representation in there to to really represent where we're at now. Um, otherwise, we may not ever see a change because <clears throat> it's going to be the same people. I mean there's no way that I want somebody when I'm, you know, in my eighties, that's the same age as me making decisions for the country that is not from 1980, (laughs) because, you know, that's essentially when we were growing up in the eighties and nineties. And yeah, I I just, that's just bad news bears. And we got to, that's something we got to fix. It's crazy to think that this country is still a baby compared to the rest. It's only 250 years. Yeah. I think eight, eight years we have found so many ways and come to this boiling point and have screwed it up so badly in such a short period of time. <laughs> so I yeah. have Senate mm-hmm. who is when they, when they were appointed to the Senate. So you have Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, mm-hmm. January 3rd, 1975. Before I was born. <laughs> Chuck Grassley, Republican from Iowa, January 3rd, 1981. Oh, God. Mitch McConnell, 1985. Richard Shelby, 1987. There are literally eight, 16 senators that have been in the Senate since 2001. I mean, oh, here we go. They have ranks now. So Dick Durbin, Democrat from (laughs) Illinois, (laughs) uh, he was sworn in January 3rd, 1997, but he was a former House member for 14 years. That one was so so good. Um, Dick Durbin, Jack (laughs) Reed, Rhode Island, January 3rd, 1997. He was a former House member for six years. Yeah. And hold on. Let's see here. One, two. 
I don't mean to break in, but I just believe I watched my daughter's cat eat a stink bug. <laughs> cool. Okay, I'm done. Oh, give, give Maddie kisses. Yeah, she's she's out of friends, but uh, it's so it's just, hold on here. I'm counting something here real quick. I just want to see two, two, three, three, three people in the Senate are former military. Hmm. three that's another thing i think that the president should have to be a a former military the highest elected seat of power in this country has a limit to the amount of years that you can serve in it that should be the same across the board for every other seat period absolutely i think eight years is a reasonable number it absolutely is. Absolutely I, is. Here's the thing. I think I do, I do not believe in like you have Joe Biden who is <laughs> right. Yeah. I, um, you have Joe Biden who was 47 years and then he was vice president and then he was president. So he's been in office his entire life for pretty much. Um, I think that should be allowed. But each position should only be eight years. Like if you're in the Senate, you're in the Senate for eight years. If you're in Congress, eight years. If you're a president, eight years. I hadn't thought of that. That's an, that's an awesome suggestion. You know, we're not saying eight years total. We're saying eight years in position. Mm-hmm. So. I, um, I feel like, you know, this is going to sound strange considering the person we just kind of kicked out of office. Uh, <laughs> but when I think of a, a leader at this point, I don't care if they're a nice person as far as how they make decisions and they might make tough decisions. Um, but I don't want a liar and I do not want someone who just, appeases either Uh, there has to be a balance i want somebody who understands the job who can who has morals as a person but can be tough when needed and just kind of say look man we we have we fucked up and we got to fix it and this is what we're going to do some of you aren't going to like it but we're going to do it anyway and then you know and i don't feel like we're ever going to get that kind of person because at this point I think politics are just out of control with image and, you know, Oh, it's gotta be somebody who can kiss babies. I don't care if this person has kids. Right. Like, I don't care if they you like babies. You wanted it somebody who doesn't, you know, you don't want a liar at the, in the world yeah. of po- American politics. That's impossible. Yeah. I just want a dude who can go to a different country, represent us in a, in a, in the right way. And, walk away with something and and get things done and not be an asshole about it like and and i mean when i say that like i don't care if they're nice i think i maybe need to rephrase that it's not about the nice part i don't i don't need somebody that's going to be you know super nice to me when i see them out in public or or you know whatever i want honesty and I, but i also want that good moral background and i want them to be able to deliver it in a way where it's not going to be abrasive, but truthful. If that makes sense. I feel like maybe. Yeah. I, and I think. I'll, I'll like I said, 
the Donald got as much support as he did because he was very blunt and open and to the point and direct. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of good qualities. I'm not saying that there were, Donald Trump is 100% negative, and I'm in no way also saying the opposite. <laughs> but there was, a, there was a lot of positives, you know, little things like that that I think appealed to him to a lot of people. It's just was wrapped in all the other douchery (laughs) you know yeah yeah i mean like like whenever clinton was in office i didn't care who was blowing clinton in the oval office none of my business business. who's going down on willie clinton yeah yeah i don't care what slick willie's doing nope you know as long as he's running the country he's running the country correctly now here's the thing whenever they came to him and went hey bill so uh you get a blow job underneath the desk. Bill should have just been like, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was getting my little commander in chief some attention, you know. <laughs> like, why don't you mind your fucking business? <laughs> Look at John F. Kennedy. John it, F. Kennedy a- was banging everybody in the White mm-hmm. House. You know? So but he I mean, is he, he's potentially could have been one of the best presidents we ever had. We yeah. t- well, and we t- about- I think that's why the United States government took him out. Yes, I said it. The United States government took him out. We talked about being adults as opposed to children and what we thought of the United States. When I was a child, as early as I can remember, I was born in 88 for those playing the home game. Bill Clinton is the first president I actively remember as being the leader of our nation. And from what I remember of those eight years, you know, um, in my little mind, I don't really remember anybody really causing a fuss over the president other than that, you know, whole blowjob thing that came later. But I don't really remember times being too hard. The, the economy seemed to be flourishing at the time, if I'm not mistaken, gentlemen. Um, there it really was not a lot of bad news headlines uh, politically. Like, I, I think it was a, a pretty good period of time presidentially, you know? So I never remembered it being like a shit show, I guess you would say, like kind of how it has been in recent years or presidencies. Yeah, I mean, I the, the first president I remember is Reagan. Um, I probably... Well, Reagan. Yeah, I probably connect more with the first Bush too because... Yeah, I just remember a lot of his, you know, just, I just, cause I think I was in, I believe I was like in middle school slash high school at the time. And then Clinton came in and then, you know, then the second Bush came and it was like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Bush it, point yeah. 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 Um, I, I you know, <laughs> don't ever say that again. The, the crazy thing about Reagan is that he, <laughs> he was an actor beforehand like he had been in movies and then ended up being the governor of california he yeah before trump yeah wasn't as much of a douche but (laughs) he was a celebrity before he took office yeah yeah and i think that's why everybody kind of kind of was like you know what i connect with that and i i don't know man i I don't know i don't know what it's going to be to to fix it because we thought let's put trump in because he's different do we try it again you know another experiment to, if if uh if the rock runs do we throw it in there you know can he can he smell what the united states is cooking because i don't know if anybody else can but <laughs> i think 
honestly, I would vote for The Rock. And, you know, I am biased, admittedly, to anyone listening. I'll admit that 100% as many times as I need to till I'm blue in the face. I'm biased. If The Rock ever ran, I would vote just because it's The Rock. Mm-hmm. However, that acknowledging that biased part of me and putting that aside, I just I, I feel like he would really be a good fit for the freaking job, man. So, OK, so let me ask. Let me ask you guys this. It, when you think about the president of the United States of America, what qualifications do you think they need to have? What kind of a resume should they be sporting? Is there something specific to it? Here's my only thing with the president. Okay. I think they should not be. (laughs) Well, that, yeah. But you could have the president of the United States at this point is just a figure. It's just a figure. Yeah. He does not. He does not make the decisions. He could be voted against, you know, is it hard to do? It absolutely is. But he could say he, he could say that he wants to paint the sky purple for, for all intents and purposes. But if Congress doesn't agree with it or vote for it, he don't have a leg to stand on. That's why I think the president of the United States at this point is seriously that PR guy. That's all the president is he's a pr guy mm-hmm. you know he can come out and say i want to do this that and everything else but if it's not voted for it's just words the president of the united states doesn't have the power that a lot of people think that he does mm-hmm. but does he speak for his party absolutely he does can he push through some things for his party absolutely he can does he make big decisions he absolutely does like the president makes you know and here's the thing with this also the president you know, selects Supreme Court justices. They st- still have to be voted on. Like they can all, they can absolutely say, "No, this guy's trash. We're not doing it." Chances of that happening are slim. Hmm. However, we've seen that with previous presidents, previous elections. You know, like they wanted to impeach Trump, and for all intents and purposes, they did, but it didn't go the whole way through because the party didn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so as far as the president or he who still kept I the want job. to run for president, what's that? I said he still kept the job. <laughs> yeah, still kept the job. He was still there. Yeah. He was, he, hey, he was impeached twice. He was one impeachment away from getting that free sub. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was no matter who I say I think would be a good president, I don't, it doesn't matter because there's so much stuff that has to fall in line for that person. The president of the United States right now is just that hype man. He's just a hype guy that can say, you know, hey, we want we want a mandate for masks. And he comes out and goes mask mandate, mask mandate. Or he comes out and says, you know, we think everybody should be vaccinated. And then it doesn't go through, you know, case in point, the whole thing with businesses and any businesses that had over 100 employees, you had to have either a vaccine. Or he had to wear a mask. There was a mask mandate. And the Supreme Court went, mm and voted it down. So the, the, quote, quote, most powerful man in this country, the president, got told, no, go to your room. And like, like I said, the president of the United States right now, you can say whoever you want to vote for, whoever you think would make a good president. I don't think it matters because... We have given so much power 
to the government that the government is who is running this country, not the president. Right. The president's not running the country. The government is running this country. I and you might think. say that the president runs the government. The government runs the president. Right. I agree. But, but then, okay, yes, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not debating that. I think my question is, how do we change how do we start to change that then? Because what if we put in somebody like, and and again, this is, <laughs> I'm not saying he's even going to run and I, I'm not saying it would be a great idea, but let's just say we put in somebody like the rock and he goes in there and he doesn't necessarily have these huge policy changes that almost every other president has to, but we're like, you know what? We're tired of this shit. We put somebody yeah. in there. That's going to go in and start asking some questions. Like, I want to do this. Well, you can't really do that without this. Why the hell can't I? What's the point? How do we fix that? Where do we go from here? And they start asking these questions that start getting everybody else thinking. And then we figure out ways to make those changes and, and you right. know, sparks. Because I feel like that's what it is, right? We need someone to go in with regardless who it is. Not someone like Trump who is specific to one side. We need somebody to go in that says, yeah, I'm a Democrat, but you know what? Or, yeah, I'm a Republican, but you know what? I'm in it for the people, and I need to figure out what the fuck is going on, you know? And I want to try to make some changes as far as how I we think, do things. I think I, we had that. I think we had that with Obama. I really do think we had that to a point. I, I could However, agree with that, but he had only had eight years. So and then we replaced him with somebody who just was like, let's just bring it back. You know, well, we're, right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my thing, my thing with that, with and, and I, I agree with you. I think we do need somebody like that. However, I think that the government has had control for so long, and there's so many things that happen that we don't know about. I guarantee you, there's so many mm -hmm. things that we don't know about. That there are things in place that that won't happen, because you know as well as I do, when one party doesn't agree with the other one, because we just saw it doesn't agree with the other one or doesn't want to do what that other party wants them to do. Nancy Pelosi said from word go when Trump was elected, Hey, we're going to impeach that motherfucker because the government knows that they have the power to do that. All they had to do was find one thing and then put it, put it to the test. Like, and you got to think of it this way too. If one or the other political party has control, it's easier for them to put it through. The only reason Trump wasn't impeached was because the Democrats didn't have control of both branches. They only had control of one. Mm -hmm. That's why Trump was never impeached. Now, if the Democrats would have had control of both houses, he would have been impeached. Mm -hmm. But we, we technically have now control because it, even though it's a 50 50 split, and I don't know if it's the Senate or the House. I think it's the Senate. Uh, the Senate. vice president is now the tiebreaker for that. However, there are Democrats now that are, are backpedaling on some of this stuff. And um, whether it's right or wrong, I believe it is driven by money. And someone oh, saying, oh, don't do that. Because if you do that, it's going to hurt my business. So here's a little cash <laughs> so you don't do it that way you know whatever and that you know it's just i that's the well, kind of the my pillow crazy. Guy. Oh, that moment. <laughs> look at the my, my pillow guy you know by the way because those pillows trump, suck <laughs> right yeah, yeah but trump was 
one of his biggest supporters financially. And it's, you know, and then he came out and was defending Trump. And Mm -hmm. it was all about his business. It was all about the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. You'll find a problem. And that's exactly what it was. You know, Mm -hmm. you had a, and that was just one business that came out and was like, oh, Trump, you know, because he knew that Trump would support him. And Trump did. Trump, you know, during some of his rallies was like, hey, there's Mike Liddell, the, you know, the my pillow guy, go out and buy his products. It was like a fucking commercial, you know, and Trump had so many people following him and so many people drinking his fucking Kool-Aid that people who probably didn't even know what a fucking pillow was went out and went, oh, I want to buy, buy Liddell's uh, pillows because he's supporting the president. Mm. He's supporting his business. He's supporting his livelihood. That's what he's supporting. Mm. You know, so he's supporting that that last dollar that he might not have. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, if you ask somebody, hey, so uh, you support you support somebody that was a druggie? No. Do you think that the people that did drugs should, you know, be in jail or or that? Oh, they should kill every one of them because they're just druggies and they're a waste of space. Did you buy my pillow? Oh, yeah, I love that guy. You know, that guy used to be high on cocaine all the time. Ah. <laughs> uh, so we should kill druggies again? Oh, no, no, no. It was just, just everybody deserves a second chance. I didn't you know, know any of this <laughs> What's that? I said, I didn't know any of this about the MyPillow guy. The MyPillow guy was one of the biggest heroin and cocaine addicts in the world. <laughs> he fully admits it in a lot of interviews. He was nothing but a druggie. And then one day he was like, I'm going to make a pillow. You know, My pillow is stuck anyway. Cocaine does that to you. You're like, well, I'm high as a kite. Let's make a mousetrap. You know, it's you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, he was he was a big heroin and whatever dealer. And but you know, like like getting back on topic though, I think that the government, the government has put in, in certain securities that ensure that the people won't overturn the government, not even the president. And the thing is, is like I said, they, you get a guy in there that starts stirring the pot a little bit too much, they're going to get rid of the guy that's stirring the pot. So, how do we fix it? Because huh. I feel, I mean, we we can continue to talk about how it's broken because there's a lot of things that are broken. <laughs> we talked about leadership as far as the president's concerned, and. Yeah, I think you're right, Jude. I don't think it, or I'm sorry, I don't, I don't remember which one of you guys said about it. Uh, I don't think it matters as far as that, um, because, you know, ultimately, wh- whoever you have in there, and it should be somebody, I, I said about Dwayne Johnson, because it should be somebody in that position of leadership that I just feel that he can unite people on on, on that kind of a level. He's that kind of soul he has that kind of energy to him you know he, he's resourceful and kind and 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 he gives a shit and he's not Let's afraid remember of- one thing he's african-american right and i hate to say that i he's, hate to say that he's a mix of both and he's not well, he's <laughs> not afraid to like he, he talks a big game but then he backs it up he's not afraid to take action you know and he's a real resourceful dude. I just, I feel like it would be great, but ultimately it doesn't matter because 
you know, it doesn't matter who it is. You get that person in there for eight years and then the next person that comes, nobody, I don't care if it's the best president we've ever had, can fix everything in that amount of time, especially if the next guy in after him completely undoes everything that he just did in eight years. You know, there's too many problems all the way up the ladder, I think. And I've said this, it's no secret, you know, a million times, the current system that we have in place, in my opinion, needs to burn all the way to the ground, you know, metaphorically speaking, and and be reduced to a pile of ash uh, before we can have any kind of real change or progress. I think this is just going to keep cycling endlessly. Uh, and it's just going to keep getting more difficult as time goes on until eventually it implodes. Um, the system we have in place now is not working, hasn't been working for a long time. Uh, the people in those, you know, certain positions that have been there 30, 40 plus years need to go. Um, I think a lot of what's in the constitution and in the, the legal size of things, absolutely, like we talked about earlier, needs to not necessarily be done away with, but built upon and, and, and constantly looked at and reviewed. And I mean, where do you start? You know, there's so many things that need to change. Where do you start? And how do you get everybody on the same page? How do you get everybody on board? It's going to be very difficult. And I, 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 I don't want to be that Debbie Downer or the, you know, however. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have way too many people that are, I'm right, you're wrong. And it's, I want you, I want you to listen to my opinion. I want you to listen to what I think should be done. Okay, fine. I listen to you. Now, this is what I think. Not interested. We have to be able to have an open and honest conversation both ways. We don't have that right now. I don't see how we do have that. Um, I think that we were, we are quickly coming up on the point of no return. I think I think that we are going to get to a point where there is no going back, and the only way to go back. I think is going to be to fight against the current establishment that we have. So, you know, speaking on what you're saying, the last time everyone was sitting around having these kind of conversations about the government and the current establishment, this isn't really working for us. What are we going to do about it? That's exactly where we wound up with a revolutionary war. You want to know the last time it worked to get out of a tyrannical government? We left England. Where are you going to go now? Where are you going now? Can't go anywhere. You're stuck here. There's no more. God didn't make any more ground, guys. You know, there's there's no other continent to go to and murder some, you know, Indians. Sorry. Um, Indigenous people. Indigenous people. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Christopher Columbus should. Here's the thing. (laughs) Christopher Columbus was an asshole. Here's the thing. We took down all kind of monuments for the South. Okay. Not saying we were wrong. Also not saying we were right. Okay. I'm on the fence with that. However, uh, if you have 
a Confederate flag in your front yard, that is treason. That's not history. That's treason. As much as you want to say that the people who aren't supporting the government or supporting the president or stolen election, that that's treasonous or whatever you want to say. Okay, whatever. All right. Uh, Cause I'll piss off a lot of people with what I was going to say. A lot of them are family. So, but I like the on. Dukes of Hazard, and it had a rebel flag. On. <laughs> here's here's the thing. You got those people that are you know that have that rebel flag in their front yard and they're thumping that you know X Y Z and <laughs> anyway whatever. Um, let's get back to my point. Uh, Christopher Columbus should yeah yeah. Let's get back to my point before I piss off a lot of people. Uh, I, I like not getting death threats because. It's a trap. Um, Christopher Columbus, there should be no Columbus Day. Absolutely 100% should not be Columbus Day. Because you are celebrating a man who came over here and just slaughtered a lot of people. You know, um, there should not be. Need to change. They need to change the way that we teach the events of the first Thanksgiving and the pilgrims and the Indians and all of the bullshit that we you, teach children about that. Do either of you know, yep. and I, they, there is no holiday for this, but do either of you know who Leif Erikson is? Um, I heard it on, I think my son, so there's like a SpongeBob thing about that. Happy Leif Erikson day. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was uh, a, a, a Viking but he was an explorer like he oh, that makes sense why spongebob and patrick put mm-hmm. on the bike hats and go yorgi smorgi borgina so i think we take i'm not saying that we need a columbus day because i really don't care that much about it uh, it's not it's not really that big a deal it's a federal holiday because people just want the day off from work that's about what right, it's does anybody to. ever really fucking celebrate columbus day anyway the, like, yes actually yeah people italian, who work in a bank italian uh, people do because he was an explorer he he was somebody that went and and explored what he did once he got there was horrendous but (laughs) but he was an explorer he was Um, the conqueror but we we glorify vikings and how tough they were and they're you know oh they're you know they're fighters they're they're tight with their families and they, they, you know, whatever, but they also pillaged, plundered, murdered people when they, they went murdered places. the men, raped the women and killed the children, <laughs> exactly. you know, I mean. <laughs> and everybody is in such up in arms. And I'm not saying it was right, I'm, but I'm saying, don't, that's a double standard. You know, you're, right. Oh my God, Christopher Columbus is a horrible person for all the things he did. We should not have a holiday. Okay, fine. We shouldn't. Cause it doesn't make sense to, Sure, he discovered America, the Americas, but he, you know, the Vikings uh, went to England and killed monks and killed people, women, children, raped them, whatever, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. And yet we don't seem to have a huge problem with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the hypocrisy. That don't is even crazy. get me started on that one, buddy. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we, we you That's know, we're, we're really good. We shouldn't support him. And then you sit in your Catholic church and give them money so they well, can. I, now, I feel like we should just not be uh, bringing a lot of positive attention to mass genocide ever. I think it's we a did. part of our history, and I think it's it is it is within our our. I think it's our right to visit it 
and to teach the history. Don't celebrate yeah, yeah. it though. Right, right, right. The truth though, you know, like, hey, uh, this was a really dark period of time. The uh, people that came to this country did a lot of horrible things to its indigenous people. You know what I mean? Don't paint it as a pretty picture that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an important part of history. It, it is a it is a hard pill to swallow because now we're starting to recognize these things. But where did you know where would we be right now if it didn't happen? Still in England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know I know my family would be either France or England. No, I, mean, I it, yeah, you know, maybe I mean, Germany. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible that it happened. Um, but you're right, we wouldn't be here in this country having this conversation on this podcast. Shitty ass things has consistently happened throughout the ages in order for better things to happen afterwards. We'd probably all be speaking with British accents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, England, <laughs> India, South Africa, they're all over the damn place trying to take over shit, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> when they couldn't, they were like, oh, shit, we, we, we took our own people to this whole new continent. And they were like, no, get out. We're, we're good here. We, you know, just leave us behind. You guys go. And they're like, well, shit, now we got to go other places. Where else can we invade? You know? <laughs> yeah, where else can we go? Yeah. They yep. tried to be Rome. That was, you know, that was their, their downfall. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, just jump in there with that, but I was just thinking like, Oh no, no. you know, yes. Well, I like, agree. As far as, Columbus was shit, but. You know. <laughs> but I mean, as far as like fixing it, I think we are so far down the road from that. I don't. Eh, and, and, I, I say this. I say this before, and and, and I'm, I, I still feel the same way. Is we are a society that worries about ourselves, and we are not thinking about like our children mm-hmm. or our children's children. What are we leaving them? You know, a lot of a mess to clean up because I feel like they're the ones that are going to end up having to do it. <laughs> there, and, and here's the thing: I don't even think that they will be the ones to do it. I don't. I you potentially know, I, feel like our grandchildren could be those, but I don't know. I mean, no, I don't could be if we don't if we don't start now. If mm-hmm. we don't start now, it's never going to get to that point. Like I said, I think we're coming up on a point of no return to where we're not going to be able to fix this. Because we have given, like I said, the government has so much power over the people. Because if you think about it, Without the government, without without our government, who are we? We're at the mercy of the government, to a point. To a point. We're at the mercy of the government. And like I said, with, with the way that the government takes care of people or takes care of these other people, those are the people that will fight us for trying to take back this country. Because the government's taking care of them. You know, they don't want to lose that. They don't want to lose. You don't want to lose that free ride, you know. So let's just so sum it they're, up. They're not the government's the mob. <laughs> to our a point, taxes, to a point. our taxes we pay for protection. <laughs> if you if you think that's about it, though, that's exactly what it is. You know, uh-huh. that's exactly what it is. We are paying our government so they don't come and take our shit. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, and I tell people this all the time. I think we've talked about it too. Yeah. That's you the don't opposite know. of how this was intended to go. <laughs> right, right. Well, but here's the thing. You don't own shit. You own nothing. 
Mm. Like your house, the government could come in and go, yeah, we're going to put a road here. It's ours. Eminent domain. I don't know. I'm in some domain. money for it, but you know, you're you not going to pay taxes on it. Work. No, you'll pay taxes on it. You, I pay taxes on this house every every year, right? And well, do I really own it then? No, because I'm still paying oh. taxes. Who? Well, I don't know if it's one of us that said it, but right now, to our knowledge, Earth is the only place that you have to pay to live on a planet. Right. You got to pay to live here. <laughs> Tell me a place right. that you don't go somewhere and have to pay taxes. <laughs> here's the thing. You don't pay your taxes. Guess what? They're coming to take your shit. Yeah. They're going to take your house. They're going to take everything, yep. you know, to where if you don't pay your taxes, you don't own it anymore. It's ours. We're taking it. But I paid taxes on when, when I bought it. Yeah, but you didn't pay your taxes after you paid your taxes, though. See, mm-hmm. that's an example of a tax that can kiss my ass. And if we're redoing things and rebooting things, that can go. That's done. But you know, how do you replace it? I don't, I don't know, man. Taxes shouldn't be so goddamn high as it is. Maybe it doesn't need replaced. Maybe we fire a couple of them useless politicians. <laughs> yep. I mean, it, it, it's rough though, man. I mean, it, it's, we, like I said, we've gotten to the point now where we're almost to the point where we can't turn it around. You know, the gut, here's the thing. The government is never going to allow for the government to be restructured. The government will never allow that. Yeah, it's not self-serving at all. That's the opposite. Right. Rude. <laughs> We're basically telling the government, hey, we don't trust you, so we want you to restructure you. Never happened. Never going to happen. The, the government has way too much power right now in order for us to do that. Well, got, to, and got to find a way to take the power away. That's that's exactly it. The, the average American citizen in this country is, you know, worried about appeasing the government you know it, it, so the like you said earlier so the government doesn't come and take all your shit mm-hmm. <laughs> right. uh it's not supposed to work that way you know our government is supposed to be working for us and not the other way around uh the status quo around here has changed um it's the exact opposite of what this country was was intended to be when it was founded. But yeah. it's, you know, so it's very obvious. Something but the thing is also, is you have a shit ton of people that will stand up and protect the government when the government's not going to stand up and protect them. The government's going to go, yeah, these people are coming after us. And then you're going to have that group of people that are going to be like, America. And then whenever them people turn around and go, hey, I protected you, the government's going to go. And that's going to be the end of it. You know, (laughs) I feel feel that if COVID couldn't unite the people of this country, you know, it did. That was another thing. Did the opposite. Should have united us against, you know, for, for, uh, you know, a singular cause, but it divided us further than we've ever been divided before. So let me, uh, let me so ask you this though. This is think about this. And I, this just came to my head a second ago. I don't, I don't disagree with you, Joe. We, it should have united us, but where were we pre COVID? Everybody was up in arms about our current president who was sure, Trump at the yeah. time. We were on the verge of losing our shit about it. And then this disease comes in and yeah. it kind of takes our, attention away from it 
we end up voting him out and putting someone else in because we felt, well, this was the opportunity, right? Because everybody else is a little focused on something else and they feel like they need to change in order to fix whatever they're trying to fix. And maybe, maybe just maybe just the thought it came in at the right time to, to, to steer us a little bit away from it. Now, potentially we could easily come back to it. You know, it was just a distraction, but Right. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe you're right, and it is just a continuous shithole. But you know, <laughs> maybe it was. If you, you don't know? think, if you don't think that the government pays attention to what's going on and tries to skirt things under the radar during COVID, during all the elections, during everything that was going on, the government went, "Yeah, there's life outside of Earth. We have proof." Mm-hmm. Carry on. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> I was amongst the group of people that didn't bat a fucking eyelash. I didn't hear anything about that. I was like, oh, because, wait, what? and that's the point. That's the point. They skirted <laughs> it in. It was, you know, hey, in the United States, we had 125,000 deaths today due to COVID, and there was a mask mandate. Oh, and aliens. And then uh, <laughs> former President Trump. You know, really? I mean, like, oh, COVID. Oh, Trump. I think they figured. Well, I think they figured. Well, this might be. This might be it for you know humankind. Uh, tell them about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I forget who says about you know in in a comedy skit somebody said that you know the world is kind of like a news broadcast. It's like you know. And the severed head was found inside the trash can. And then they turned to the next camera. Good news for egg lovers. You know, it's like, <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. Let's go back to the whole severed head in the trash can thing. Like, where was that at? You know, yeah. but it's, it, and it's true that they try to skirt things in whenever you're not paying attention. Yeah. It's like, ooh, shiny, 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 shiny. Oh yeah. And hey, squirrel. You know, I mean, it's, it, it, it's that, that is a hundred percent. Another big problem is media. And that could be something else we could talk about down the road too. just how much they distort everything. And then, you know, drive our, our emotions to get us to these places that we don't need. Remember when we used to make fun of the dirt sheets where it was like, you know, Mel Gibson's an alien or, you know, Mm. Michael J. Fox is shaking because he was actually supposed to be in cocktail. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, but it's, they say shit like that, you know, and, and we'd read those papers. We were like, Oh, that shit. Mm-hmm. But now our news broadcasts and, and our, in our, you know, internet is the same exact thing. You know, it's, you know, a lot of misinformation Mm-hmm. That people take for gospel. There's people that read those dirt sheets and went, Mel Gibson's an alien, you know. And we do it now with the internet, you know, and with stuff that's on Facebook and all I everything heard, else. I heard it on NBC. It's gotta be yeah, true. I heard it on Newsmax <laughs> that they were gonna do that fifth or amendment and they were gonna get rid of that old Biden. They were gonna put Trump back in in November. That was an actual thing on the news was that they were going to impeach Biden and put Trump back in. Yep. Because it's that easy. So if anybody wants to do themselves a favor, there's a little thing called fucking history. And uh, <laughs> it will tell you how that happens and how that works. Uh-huh. That's not it. Nope. You know? So, yeah. But people believe it. You know, like the yep. same thing with, oh, we have high gas prices because they shut down the Keystone Pipeline. 
So, okay, Scooter, let's talk about that. <laughs> Keystone Pipeline oil, not one it drop. It didn't end well the last time yeah. we talked Facebook. Yeah. Not <laughs> one bit of that oil is being used for gasoline. Not one drop. Mm-hmm. Guess who made $6.7 billion in profit in three months last year? Exxon Mobil. Not me. Why, Why is your gas prices too. high again? What's that? <laughs> BP was another one that made profit yeah. last year. They actually yeah. had that's a, just a very good year. Yeah, that's but just we're still two paying three seventy nine a freaking gallon here. <laughs> With BP, they shouldn't have ever seen a profitable year again. Period. Ever. You guys should still be paying everybody else. <laughs> like, I mean, Exxon. Technically, I don't know if you remember Joe the the Exxon Valdez. That was one of the biggest oil spills of our time, Jude. I you remember that? I do. Uh, yeah. The, the captain got drunk and ended up <laughs> and ended up the tanker, or whatever it was. Yeah, hit the tanker yeah. and uh yeah, it was, you know. He tied well, I remember it. when the, mm-hmm. the whole BP thing happened and that pipeline was leaking. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't there a fucking shutoff? Mm-hmm. Like that makes no sense to me. And then one of the I don't know if you remember this, Joe. One of the things that they were going to do to fix it, they were like, well, we're going to shove, we're going to shove it full of trash. No, we're going to take a bunch of municipal waste and shove it in that pipe. And we think that'll hold it. And they did. So now they had all kind of oily trash in the ocean. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't don't think it's any, anybody's, Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a shock to anybody. The United States is pretty much run by oil companies, pharmaceuticals, and media. <laughs> Plain and simple. Uh, that's where all the money's at. Those are the people that are, you know, tech media companies, you know, oil, pharmaceuticals. Again, follow that's the money to the problem. Don't forget. Don't forget to get your gas, take your meds, and watch the news. Mm-hmm. Play the Facebook. Yep. Yep. Uh, you look, know, I'm on the same page with you guys. We are definitely down a rabbit hole that that's going to be real hard to get out of. Um, we do need to make changes, and I don't, I don't know where we start either. But it needs it, something needs to, something needs to kick it off, and we can't keep putting. And I know this is going to sound again like ageism. We can't keep putting people in that are just not able to connect with the current average age of the united states <laughs> like, well the thing is too is we have to we have to be able to talk and listen yes that as well we, people have to stop thinking that their way is the only way it, you there's comp- look i am i know that my ideas are not always gonna pan out the way that they need to pan out and sometimes i need someone else to come in and say either yay it's not gonna work or yay, it's going to work because we can do it this way instead of maybe a little bit the different way that you were going to do it, but we could still do it. Like, look, I mean, perfect example. When I started podcasting, I did my own. I enjoyed it, but it was missing something. Two other bros. And now <laughs> I, every week, I'm excited every time we record, I'm excited to do it because it worked out, right? But I needed two other people with, you know, some similar interest, but some differences to make it work. And I think it's working. And, and, and that's just it. Like we, if, 
if we can do it such a simplified manner for just a podcast, why can't we figure it out? Exactly. And surely you can do it on a bigger scale. The the problem or the concern or question, whatever have you, is how do you scale? You know what I mean? How do you take what something like you said, like we're doing on this level and make it national? Yeah. We have the right idea, you know, Uh, because, you know, that's the thing. Everybody wants everybody to agree with them that's never going to happen. And that's the best part because we lived in a world where everyone was agreeance with everybody all the time. We would have zero diversity. We would have zero, you know what I mean? Like it just. Yeah. Not say, the way we're built. <laughs> God, God gave you two years and one mouth for a reason. Right. We don't agree with each other. All these all the time because we weren't meant to, we're not supposed to, that's not how mm-hmm. we operate. And that's, you know, part of what makes it all interesting is the fact that we don't all agree with everything. Can you imagine if this was, I don't want a perfect world, but I do want a place that I feel like your opinions can be heard that, you know, the color of someone's skin should make a difference as to, you know, who and who they are and what they do or, you know, being, being in harmony with one another does not have to mean with be you know being in total agreement all the time mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I we, can all, we can all be connected and you know become a culture of progress be working towards the same goals and be united as a people and still disagree all the time mm-hmm. right. right we got a long way to go but uh you know absolutely i feel like we gave some good ideas so hopefully they take note and they- <laughs> call me we could, we could be or, Bill and Ted. Or this will be the last Beards and Bros episode and we'll disappear. You never know. Or that. Hey, could we just do a safety check on each other here in the next 24 yeah. hours? <laughs> Think twice if you're in danger. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I think we, we covered a lot of stuff and uh, we, we did, I think we did pretty good with staying on, on topic for the most part. Like um, I said, I think everything we said was part of the we need to fix, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and there's just so much of it; it's hard to cover it all in one one episode. But I think we talked a lot of bit. Of, I mean, there's you know healthcare system, you know healthcare. My God, we could spend hours on that. I mean, it's just uh, there's so much out there that needs you know retooling, and uh, you know, or they uh, could just you know release that cure for cancer that they have. Right, but I digress. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Joe, I think when you mentioned about burning it down and then, you know, I I don't know if we need to burn it all down, but we can definitely pick it apart. Like, right. Bring out the Bill of Rights, bring out the Constitution. Let's see what's still working for us and then retool or redo some of those things that aren't or add to it or build something new for it and say, okay, this is this is, you know, great. We respect all this because this helped us build where we are. But we need something new because right. you know. <laughs> we're ready for the sequel now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chapter right. two. Right. Let's Even the Bible has the second part. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. My, page. my manual for the TV that I bought in 1980 is not going to be good for the TV that I have now in 2022. Correct. It's right. as simple as that. <laughs> right. And for those who can't get that in their head, I'm sorry that your brain hasn't figured that out yet. <laughs> well, you get those people Please out there come like, with well, us. The, found- the foundation of America is solid. 
Yeah. The foundation of America is not solid at all. No, no. There's too much weight at the top. We need yeah. to restructure. Our infrastructure sucks in so many ways. <laughs> Reality and, and the figuratively. <laughs> As the people on that bus in Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't know. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, and the funniest part was Biden was there to talk about infrastructure. <laughs> talk about infrastructure, like tell yeah. me that oh, wasn't yeah. planned. Yeah, yeah. Right. oh sorry, shouldn't say that. There'll be somebody yeah, yeah. out there be like, oh, 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 oh. no, <laughs> fucking moron. You know, we'll plan it. The bridge. I'm going to show you how old I am. <laughs> Did you see the pictures that they took of underneath the bridge? And it was jacked up. It's jacked there was up. A and there's a that lot wasn't of connected to anything. Uh-huh. It was gone. And like, there's a lot of them that are like that. There's a like, lot of I'm sorry. Like that. This isn't a ladder where you only need three points of contact to be safe. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, like that'd be uh, like growing across the Golden Gate Bridge and going, well, the end's not connected anymore. Yeah, but the bridge is still <laughs> here. Yes. Yeah. One of my friends posted a picture on Facebook. It it had a meme that said that like um, Pittsburgh is known as a city of the bridges. They have, you know, more bridges than Venice does at 475. And then it was crossed out. It was like 474. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And we're wrong. there. Let's take that one, put it here. All right. right. (laughs) All right. Anything else before we wrap it all up? Uh, I just think that, you know, we, we say it all the time that we need to be better people, but we need to get better at standing up for ourselves. Yeah. You know, and, and it, and it doesn't mean pointing the finger at somebody and going, hey, you're wrong and I'm right. It means being able to have a conversation civilly between two people where you listen to both parts, you know, as much as you want to be heard. So does that person you're talking to. You know, and don't don't throw out all the problems without also thinking about the solution. It's easy to point out what's wrong, but how do we make it right? How do we how do we say, hey, this is wrong, and I think we need to come together to fix this? You know, it, it's because that's just make that's just being part of the problem as well. You know, to where we need to we need to say, hey, let's come together and figure out a, a way to fix this. But we have to find out a way of coming together first. Mm-hmm. So not everybody's wrong, not everybody's right. That's the great thing about being who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody was right, no one would learn. I say I say all the time, the greatest, the greatest learning tool is failure. And we've been failing for a long time, folks. So I feel like we haven't learned shit yet. (laughs) Nope. Nope. So let's figure it out. I think it's less that we haven't learned, but, you know, everyone says knowledge is power. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. Action is power. You know, a lot of us know what to do. We don't do what we know. And the knowledge kind of just sits there in our brain and is absolutely useless you got to use it. You got to do, you know, you know what to do, you know, right from wrong, you know, you could do better, you know how to do better. You just do better. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, it all ultimately starts with us. You know, we've been talking about, you know, uh, so racism is just so awful. It's terrible. It's unacceptable. 
I've been hearing that for the last 34 years. We haven't done shit. We have not done shit for the African-American community. Guess what? Racism was wrong when it first happened. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, (laughs) I said it at the beginning of this conversation. It's disgusting that we have to have the racism conversation in 2022, that that is still a problem. That should not be a problem. Should have never been a problem to begin with, but Jesus. You know, I mean, we look, we're, you know, if you break it down to the science, we're animals and animals usually fear unknown things or things that aren't familiar, right? Right. But this is why problem. lions eat their young. <laughs> we as human beings have evolved and we can't seem to evolve past this part. That's the problem. We have still stuck at this thing where like, we're still worried that the people with darker skin are different. Guess what? They're not. They bleed. They have hair on their heads. Sure. It might be a little curlier, but it's still hair. You know, they're pretty much the same thing, except for they have a better tan than what I have. (laughs) You say, you say that we have evolved. I Mm -hmm. disagree. I think we have devolved. I really do. I, I, I think that we, we, we were at a spot where we could have done better and we've gone backwards. Physiologically, we have evolved socially, uh, morally, you know, collectively, we have de-evolved. I, I, but I, I don't know. I feel like if you were to ask somebody, uh, you, know, you know, what was it like in the 60s compared to what it's like now? You're going to say it's it's better, not fixed, but better. You know, it's not perfect, but it's better. Brought up me the other day uh, something very very similar about the period of time that people lived in. You know, during the the 60s, and they assimilated it to kind of you know a lot of what's going on today. People fighting out and speaking out against social injustice Mm -hmm. rallies, the state of affairs with the U.S. government. It it was he brought up a lot of good points. It's still, it's definitely still happening. I'm not saying that it's, it's gone. I'm just saying, is it as prevalent as it was then, you know? And, and, and again, I don't want to take anything away from BLM because I am a hundred percent behind it, but is it, is it at least a little better from where it was then? I, I, th- I think so. And, 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 and maybe I'm, maybe I'm dumb and blind, but you know, no, I understand what you're saying. I was going to agree. I, I would like to hope so. I personally feel it has, but I'll, again, I'm not a member of the African American community. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it's not fair for me to make that assessment. Right. I think, I think you're right to me. However, I think social media and the media in general has brought it to the forefront a little bit more than what it was. I think it was, I think it was still oh, happening yeah. way back then. I think now we just see it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's way more in our faces, which is, which is a yeah. good thing because we need to see it to say, Oh shit, it didn't go away. You know, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the thing so... is it's a good thing and a bad thing both because it's a good thing because we see it. It's a bad thing because now it's an Avenue to be racist. But, you know, we've been talking about it. We've been talking about it for years and years and years. And the fact that, you know, we're all connected more than we ever have been in social media and we can all talk about it more widespread and more often at the click of a freaking fingertip or a button is kind of irrelevant to me because, you know, we we haven't we're just talking. We're not doing anything. 
And we need to become a culture of progress, man. So many things need to change. Uh, we need to stop talking about shit and start doing shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I think, you know, uh, for me, just to close myself out for this one, but we need to, as human beings, as, as Americans, as human beings, we need to be open to change. We need to be, um, we need to get out and exercise our rights to vote to get the right people in. Right. Um, we need to be compassionate towards others. But also we need to (laughs) make sure that those people that are taking advantage of that compassion are being held accountable. And I, you know, we have a, we have a lot of work to do and I think that we can get there if we really do it, listen to your neighbors, listen to your friends, listen to the person who might have a completely opposite, you know, feeling about something let them talk about it. And then you say, okay, great. I understand what you're saying. Now, let me tell you how I feel. And and then, and, and don't get upset about it. Like it's okay. If somebody has different understand, but then the way to find compromise is to hear both sides, see the similarities and try to pull those similarities together. So you can then come to a, a better understanding of what you're trying to accomplish with it, because you might be surprised in thinking that they think differently but really maybe they think the same. They're just going about getting to that resolution differently than you are. And you can find ways to get there together and make it work. Um, And if we can do those kinds of things, then I think we can pull ourselves out of this. I don't want to have one of those catastrophic events that um, makes us all have to come together because I think those are just temporary fixes, you know, they're band-aids to our problems. And I think we need something that's a little bit long, more long lasting, you know, and that can sustain because I agree with you, Jude. I think we're not going to see this. We, we are not going to see this in our lifetime where it's going to be a much better place. We might see it start to improve, but I don't know if we're ever going to see it be a much better place. Our kids, kids will probably be the ones who start to see the bigger changes and a, a better path. But, uh, it's only going to get there if we can start doing it now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wrap it up for me, guys. Um, Just to touch on what you said there a minute, Tim, the thing, you know, we do have to be open to change. Um, Everyone kind of just needs to get over that being uncomfortable with change thing or not being open to the idea of change because things are going to change forever for the rest of your life everything is going to continue to change change is automatic it's going to happen whether you like it or not you better fucking get over it because change is automatic always has been always will be progress is not we're constantly changing as a society but whether or not we're making progress as a society i think that's the you know the thing that we need to look at more often and i feel like lately we've kind of hit a wall with that Um, And I think a lot of it is due to a breakdown in communication. And ultimately, when you have a conflict between one party and another, ultimately, it always boils back down to, if you followed the trail long enough, a breakdown in communication. One side was not effectively communicating with the other side. Whichever one it was is irrelevant, but... You know, we do need to have those kind of conversations um, and, and learn how to effectively communicate with one another on on a a huge scale Mm -hmm. 
So I, I think there's a lot that needs to be done. Um, as far as where to start, I couldn't tell you. I don't have the answer like you were Starts saying here you know, and now Jim, with the beards. Well, and <laughs> I, can't, I hate being, you know, a part of the problem. I hate bitching about a problem, not having a potential solution. Um, but this one is just, you know, it's not that I don't have a suggestion or two on how to progress. It's just where do you start? Sometimes you got to talk it out to get to that solution, though. Well, you might not yeah. have a solution right away, but you got to talk it out. And I think we're not talking it out. We're just yelling at each other most of the time. Right. I mean, not us, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> Jude, what say Absolutely. you? So, I mean, just to reiterate what we've already been saying is we got to be able to express our feelings, but we also have to be willing to listen to other people's feelings. You know, we have to be open. We have to be honest. We, we have to come together for a, for a cause and the cause is to make things better. You know, we, we are so easy to fight amongst each other or to argue with each other that we don't take the time to think for ourselves. Uh, the only time we think is whenever we go to Google and type in, what should I feel about this? Mm-hmm. Or what does this mean? Or what does that mean? It's funny because we communicate with each other more often than we ever have in history. And we suck at it. <laughs> right. Well, we're so we're so quick to try and find out something wrong with what somebody's saying instead of listening and coming to a a way to talk about it. We don't talk about it. You know, we 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 don't take the time to talk about it. And just because somebody's opinion is different than yours doesn't make them wrong and doesn't make you right. You know, it just makes them human because they have an opinion. And it's okay. It's okay to have difference of opinions, you know. However, we don't want to crucify somebody just because their opinion is not what yours is. Mm -hmm. You know, did you ever think that maybe if you put your opinion and somebody else's opinion together, that's how we fix it? Could be. It could be. Here's the thing. What we're doing right now is not working, so what would it hurt? Right. You know, I mean. Instead of competing with one another, we should be collaborating more often. Mm-hmm. Yep. We should be a team. Not a, it, it, It's not a competition. You know, at the, at the end of the day, and, and I say this all the time, at the end of the day, I'm going to be six feet in the hole. You're going to be six feet in a hole. No one has won this game called life. Nobody. Everybody dies. Newsflash. So we are here for a very short amount of time. Why can't we work to make it a better place for those people that are going to come after us? I was going to say that. I just want to leave the game better than when I found it. Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, when I'm dead and gone, we're still going to have the same problems. We're still going to have the same way of fixing it, though. And that's coming together, talking it over, coming to a conclusion or a resolution. You know, it, it's... And we are here for a, an acting. We are here for a very short amount of time. Why are we making it worse for our children? Why are we making it worse for the people that are going to come after us? Why do we not care about that? You know, that's, that's the other thing. Why do we not care about that? Where we need to think about that. Like, I want the world to be a better place for Michael and Zane and, and, and for, you know, Noah and for Maddie, you know, and, and I want it to be a better place. 
I really do. And we're tearing it apart and we're leaving them with our problems, you know, and, and we can't do that. We, we can't be selfish like that. Come together, you know, come together, talk it over, talk about it, come to a way to fix it and stop, stop trying to find ways to tear people down, you know, build each other up, build everybody up, you know, to where you need to get things. If somebody enjoys something, let them enjoy it. Right. Yeah. But we don't get past the point of color, race, sexuality, religious, you know, whatever. We need to get past that, you know, and and just find out how to fix it, guys. You know, find out how to fix it because it's not getting any better. This ain't working anymore. (laughs) We are, you know, and, and I and I say this and I'm not anything, you know, but you know we're killing this planet there are there are not unlimited resources here Mm-mm. you know at one point in time it will all be gone the um, the the rate that that happens is up to us mm-hmm. you know and again it turns into the whole oh, i don't care i won't be here Captain can't think like that anymore folks he's a hero go oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm uh I'm pretty happy with this episode. I'm pretty proud of it to be honest with you. I think we had really good discussion. I think we stayed in our lanes a little bit and uh didn't go off on a tangent anywhere except for Joe's Captain Planet thing. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, it wrapped in. It was again by your Uh powers combined. Um, so thank you everybody for listening and hopefully, uh, we, we spark some things and, and, you know, get you to, to really think it out and understand where we're trying to come from with this and, and, uh, you know, that everybody can get along if we just figure it out, man, just talk to each other and listen. Um, remember you can always listen to us by going to the Facebook page for beards and bros podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have past episodes on there. That's right. And uh as well as Spotify and Apple Music and iHeartRadio and and Google Podcasts. We're all over the place right now. We're we're taking over the world. So, um you know, check us out there. Be on the lookout for our new Beards and Bros podcast website with a merch site. Um you can get your favorite t-shirt. Like you're fucking wrong. Or how's it feel to be fucking wrong, Joe? Yeah. I think we need to Make figure out shirt. our catchphrases, Jude. I, um, I, if I'm and I'm, I'm, this is not this is not a dig, but I think for you it should be like, here's the thing, because you say it a lot, and I feel like it's your <laughs> thing, you know. Here's the thing. So here's the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. Yeah, but I came I up with the how's it feel to be fucking wrong thing though too. Yeah. Yeah. But it was to Joe, so I felt like it was, you know. It was. We could always do It's a Trap, but (laughs) because you say that a lot. However, I think that there might be a problem with some kind of, you know, plagiarism. It's a trap. Uh, I don't know what mine would be. I just laugh at it myself all the time. So it would just be, (laughs) ha, 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 whatever. (laughs) But yeah, we'll... uh, We'll, we'll get that up and running finally get some t-shirts out there we'll do maybe we'll do some of those little tumblers and some fun stuff so if uh, you want to support us that's a great way to do so and uh you know just be out there wearing our swag and get our name out there that'd be awesome so 
check that out. And, uh, you know, as always, just give us some feedback. If you have time, let us know how you felt about the episode. If you have anything you want to add to it, <clears throat> if you have a problem with something we said, it, you know, it never hurts to, to just kind of let us know so we can, we can talk about it. And uh, I got a feeling there's a couple people that are probably going to feel the way about this one. That's the whole <laughs> point of what we were just talking about though. Tell us about it. Let's yeah. talk. Yeah. Let's communicate. Talk to us. Yeah. yeah, share, share it so other people can see it, and and right. uh, you know give us those uh, those five star reviews on the Apple Podcast and uh, some uh, some information there. You can always just give us some feedback, man. We're looking for it. We're we're excited to actually hear from somebody at some point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please talk to us. So wait a minute. What were the reviews on Apple Music that you saw? There were some. Um, like shares. Let, me, let me see. Oh, I don't have it because I had my I use my iPad and I can't see it. <laughs> but they're there. Check it out. They were uh, there. They were there. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll like screenshot them and send them to you guys so you can see them. But yeah, yeah they're awesome. there. Yeah. And then we'll uh we'll maybe we'll read them out the next time and a couple of them and thank the, the people. Yeah, because I have nothing Apple. Yeah, I will I will not bow down to the Empire. I just <laughs> I was lucky enough to get the iPad. And other than that, I want nothing. I want I don't want their phones or anything. Sorry, Apple. I'm sure you have plenty of money without mine, so you're good, but <laughs> unless Steve um, Jobs hands it to me, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it as a gift, but I'm probably not gonna me buy either. it. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh thank you again, everybody, for listening. And uh on behalf of myself, because these guys can speak for themselves. Thanks. Have a good night. Enjoy your weekend, fellas. Yes, be most excellent to each other, always. Seriously. Just don't be an asshole. Be kind. Yeah. Yeah, just what Joe said. Don't be an asshole. Be nice to people. And uh, yeah, yeah. Have a good night. And share it. Share and like our, our podcast. <laughs> share be excellent to us. Uh, yes, be most excellent to each other, but then also yeah. come with the excellent to us. <laughs> and tune in yeah. in a couple weeks when three random women are going to tear us apart, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll be teaming up with the Bad Moms Club. There you right. go. And so I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free Wednesday, guys. <laughs> All right. Wednesday. I could do I could do Wednesdays. Yeah. I could Wednesday. Wednesday will probably work. We All should right. do an in person on that one. Mm. Oh, you imagine? All right. <laughs> well, I think we got some planning to do. All right. There we go. All right. It's well, crap. have a good night. All right. Good night, gentlemen. All right, guys. See you guys later. Have a good one. Later. Peace.